0: Hi family, welcome to FGC Matsulu A podcast. We're happy you joined us again, and we welcome all our new listeners. Hope today's message blesses you, encourages you, and uplifts your spirit. Enjoy. I greet everyone in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ. It is such a pleasant day. It is a great opportunity and a privilege. I am greatly humbled by the request for today to serve you with a message from the Lord. It is such a great privilege and I am I am very much honored, I thank to all the leadership of the church. Thank you to my pastor, Pastor Escola for having faith in me. And um I would like to first of all say Congratulations to everyone, we have made it today, 54 of lockdown essay, COVID-19 pandemic era. This is the new normal. Amen. So we thank the Lord that he has been blessing Africa as he's promised. We thank the Lord that he is still our guide and he's our strength. And even in this season, in this time, we still believe that God is doing something new in each and every one of us. Before we begin and before we go into our word, I would like us to take a moment of prayer. Heavenly Father, full of grace, full of love, I give you all the praise, I give you all the glory. This is your moment, oh God. These are your children, these are your your your, your bless- blessings, almighty God. You have shown up, oh Father, in the most difficult times of our lives. And we believe that yet again, Father, you will still show up in this season in our lives. Father God. I am praying, O Lord, that the word that I share today, Father, let it not be my words. Let it not be my ideas. Let it not be anything, or Father, that has to do with the human ability that I have. But, Father God, I pray that it be your spirit. It be your voice through mine in the name of Jesus. Speak, O Heavenly Father. Revive our spirit, O God. Restore our souls, Almighty Jesus. Give us a new word that will sustain us, that will feed us, and that will encourage us as we walk in the walk of faith. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Amen, amen. Um, Today, Pazalani, I'd like to share a very short message with you. The title of my message is An Invisible Miracle, An Invisible Miracle. Um, And oftentimes we, as human beings, in trauma, in trials, in tribulations, in anything that takes away our comfort, our normal, we tend to look away. We tend to withdraw from life. We withdraw from everything that we see or that looks normal to us. Anything that is comforting to us when we are in a moment of despair, we usually, it becomes a a reaction that every one of us has that we push everything and everyone away. In that moment of total darkness, in that moment of shutdown, we see ourselves, that we are incapable of anything, we're incapable of loving again, we're incapable of serving other people again because of how I feel at that moment. And most of the time that is led or that comes from an an empty space in our lives. It can be due to loss, it can be due to a heartbreak, it can be due to a post-traumatic disorder or stress, postnatal stress, Um, anxiety comes in different forms either in the fact that you feel that your dreams are delayed as a young person you look around you and you see your peers are excelling are becoming something and yet your life is stagnant you're not sure whether you're moving forward or backwards and in that moment in that time there is nothing that looks promising to you the legal people that are around you, the few people that still come and cheer you on and say, listen, try one more time. They don't mean anything to you because you feel like you do not exist in this world. We all go through seasons like that. It happens to each and every one of us, whether it be because we've lost a loved one, mother, father, sibling, anything that holds value in our lives. And we lose that. We get completely shattered. And that is a normal response for a human being. However, today I want us to look in that moment, in that time when we are in distress, when we are wondering if life truly has any meaning at all. Is there no sign in our midst that holds a promise for tomorrow, for something better? Is there no light at the end of the tunnel? Is there no hope? That I can hold on to and look forward to. I want us to go into the, the book of Ruth. Now this, I love this story. Because in between all of it, it is the greatest story. Besides being the, the Bible being the greatest story in, in ever. Like the book of Ruth. It's like the greatest love story ever. Like, you know, your boys is coming. You know, those type of things. And I love this story so much. But what saddens me in this book is that the beginning of this book, it brings something totally different, but it also connects with our human nature of how we respond to loss and how we respond to a a time when we are completely distressed. The book of Ruth chapter one, we'll be reading from verse 20 to verse 21. And it reads, But she said to them, Do not call me Naomi. Call me Mara. For the Almighty has dealt very bitterly with me. Like, Guys, No, you can't tell me it's okay. You can't tell me you're happy to see me. You can't tell me you're glad I'm alive. You can't tell me at least I survived the journey. I survived the operation. I survived the disease. You can't tell me that because in the midst of that Time When I was going through all of that, I lost part of me. The fact that I've lost my loved ones, I feel I no longer exist. She is becoming human like we are. She is human like we are. And she is responding with bitterness because of the circumstances that have happened in her life. Then she says, verse 21, I went out full and the Lord has brought me home again empty. Like, really? Okay, we'll get back to that. Why do you call me Naomi, since the Lord has testified against me, and the Almighty has afflicted me? Now, if you don't know the story about Naomi and how she gets to the point where she's so bitter at life, at God, and at everybody around her, I'm giving you an assignment. Go, read this chapter. Read the rest of um. The Book of Ruth, and you will see, you'll understand from the first chapter why she got to this point. This woman right here lost her husband, lost her two sons, and now she's stuck with a life she's unfamiliar with. She's stuck in a position she did not think or never saw herself in. She is saying here, "I went out full, and the Lord has brought me back home again." It's so funny because when you read. In verse one of this chapter, there's nowhere where it says, "Now the Lord spoke to Ruth's husband, to, to Naomi's husband and said, um, "Take your wife, take your family, and go to a land." like God had spoken to Abraham, like, "Listen, Abraham, I want you to move out of this place, to a land that I will show you, you know, and you know, I'll be your God there. I will bless everything that is connected to you. There's no way in this chapter or anywhere in this book, that it says Elimelech was called by the Lord to move. They moved for their own reasons. And you, my dear, it'll be your homework to find those reasons. But what I will share with you is that the situation that led them to leave was actually, in fact, not a favorable one. So it was not really by choice that they left, but they thought that they were going for greener pastures. Okay. So now, in the midst of all of that journey, she loses her husband first, then his, her, um, her sons. Now, her sons had already taken wives. One of the wives decides, no, I'm not going to come with you, okay? It's fine. That's because Naomi also was responsive in the sense that, no, guys, stay where you are because I have nothing more to give to you. I have no sons to give to you. So what Naomi is actually saying is that, because of the trauma that I've faced and the loss that I am in, I don't see hope for you being around me. I don't have the strength to cater for you around me. I mean, this, this sounds familiar. I don't know about you. But I've often felt in a time of grief and loss and complete disappointment that everybody that is around me feels like, in a way, for a lack of a better word, a nuisance, in the sense that I do not see any part of you that will generate strength for what I'm going through. I don't know if you understand me. We push people away from us because of situations, because we are hurt. We push people away from us because we do not see or we do not have the energy to hold on to the hope that they are giving us. We push anything that looks promising For the future, when we're in total despair, somehow it's normal. We understand you hurt. But what we don't, we need to understand is that in a moment of distress, in a moment of hurt, in a moment of complete disappointment, there will always be a leak of light flickering there. Now, Naomi, is saying to these people, you, you guys, can you, you, you can't be happy and excited for my return. Because remember when I left, I left with everything. Ha- have you ever figured out like you, before you, you get married, you feel like you're full of life, like you just, you're ready to take on the world. Then you get into marriage and then suddenly it's one affliction after the other. And you're like wondering like, Lord, is there a break ever in this marriage? Is there peace in this marriage? I've been fighting demon after demon like when is my time coming and people are looking from the outside into your marriage and everyone is like saying wow you guys are so happy you you, you guys are, it's so beautiful what you guys have, you know we bless the Lord for you, you strengthening our marriages and giving us a hope for marriages and deep down you are wondering what these people do not know is that every morning I have to wake up and I have to pray the devil away from my marriage and you get so frustrated to the point that you end up telling people, like, stop judging things from the outside. Can't you see, like, marriage is hard. Marriages do not work. It's not that you don't want to be married, but it's because you have an affliction and you are you are fighting things in your life that people know nothing about. And here people seeing Naomi. To them... It was good that they saw her alive, regardless of what happened to her. So they were excited for her return. Because then at least they know there's a remnant of her or her family line with her being alive. But then she goes on and she says, I went out full. Okay, fine. Yes, Naomi, you went out. You had your husband, your kids, you had life, full of life and all of that. We understand. But what I don't understand is, how do you say you came back empty? Now, when you read the story, it says Ruth stuck by her. At the, In the midst of her answering this question, she was not alone. She was with Ruth. And I'm wondering to myself, how is it that she says she went out full and came back empty when in the midst of her coming back, she had Ruth. What Naomi failed to see was that in her situation, in her time of crisis, she had an invisible miracle right standing right in front of her. She failed to see Ruth as a blessing in disguise. She failed to see Ruth as a source of hope. She failed to see Ruth as her source of strength. And because all along, all she wanted to do was to be left alone. She kept pushing Ruth away. And when eventually Ruth said, listen, I'm going to die where you die. Your God is going to be my God. Naomi could not respond to her. Because I'm, I'm, I'm a, now this is my version of this Bible. Okay, this story. I'm thinking when Na- Ruth said all those covenant promises to Naomi. Naomi was like, girl, if you want to come and w- be weak with me, come and be weak with me. That's fine. But don't expect me to cater for you because I do not have the strength for you. That's my version of the Bible, okay? That's how I think her silence meant. Like, it's okay. If you want to follow me, follow me. But I don't see how I can be of help to you. It's not what you can do for the other person when you're in despair. It is what the other person that is offering hope for you can do for you. Ruth was Naomi's blessing. Ruth was Naomi's Um, invisible miracle she was young she had a whole life ahead of her if only Naomi knew that the hand of the Lord the Lord that she's so bitter against the Lord that is she's blaming for all that she has lost if she knew that her afflictions they were divine orchestrated she would have held tightly the first time Ruth said I am sticking by you But Naomi did not realize, and that's what many of us do not do, when we are in a moment of helplessness, we do not see a flicker of light because we refuse to believe there can be anything good beyond the pain that I'm feeling. And this morning, this day, I want to encourage each and every one of us. I want us to understand that there is this thing called theodicy. Theodicy is... The existence of evil by divine permission. It is a natural dilemma. What basically it means is that as a child of God, there will always be realignment each and every time in our lives. And it can only happen God's way. And some of God's realignments in our lives, they require us to have pain, to endure pain, to go through trials and tribulations. This was Naomi's story. Yes, it was her loss but it was for the glory of the Lord. Yes, it was in despair for her. It was totally shattering for her. But God had to use some of the decisions that were unethical for her and her husband that were not practical because what they thought they were doing, they thought they were saving themselves. And little did they know that they saving themselves was actually going to be realigning what God already had planned for Ruth wherever she was in Moab. Okay, so what I'm trying to say to you, child of God, today is that everything that you go through in this life, every platform that has to bring a tear from you, always know that if it is divinely aligned to the will of the Lord, it will always carry an invisible miracle and blessing It is in it. You might not see it at that time, but let your prayer be in your moment of weakness that Lord, As I bring these tears down my cheek, what is it about this moment, about this situation? What is it about my pain that carries a miracle that will glorify you? Because at the end of the day, our walk of faith does not only give glory to us on earth, but it also brings glory to the God that we serve. Because if I endure and I stick by my faith, Then the God whom I serve is glorified in whom my existence, in whom my ability to enjoy his strength is made in me. And that is what I want to share with us today. Let us not be like Naomi. Let us not be bitter. Let us not uh, um, assume everything or anything that happens around us is God being against us. There will always be a realignment from the Lord in our lives. Naomi here says, the Lord has testified against me and the Almighty has afflicted me. But what I do like about this scripture is that somewhere she understood that the Lord brought her home. She understood that it had to be the doing of the Lord that sent her back regardless of how she comes back home, regardless of how you make it out of the situation. Always know that God is upon you. God is directing you. God, you, you. Listen, we can run away from God all we want. But trust me when I say this. When it is time, God will fetch you wherever you are and bring you right into his will. And the worst thing is that if you're not lucky, you'll come back bitter. And it will take you a long time to realize that it was God who took you from wherever you are and brought you back into his place, into his space. Because there's a a purpose, there's a divine um, miracle that is waiting to happen through you. So child of God, this is a very powerful moment for each and every one of us in our lives. We are going through a season where people are losing their jobs. We are going through a season where we are losing loved ones minute after minute. And as children of the Most High God, our faith should be unshaken in this season. Our faith should be strengthened beyond our ability that we ever thought we could have such faith. I am speaking the crazy faith that whatever happens to this world as a child of God, nothing can happen to me. And if we can carry that faith to the world... The world will know that our God is powerful beyond any disease. And our God will always bring a glimpse of light, a source of hope. Hope is anything that you give an expectation to. Anything that you wish for it to happen, it's your hope. And we will become hope for this world. Because we understand that in a COVID-19 pandemic era, there is always an invisible miracle happening right in the middle of all of this. We just need to realize and see who our Ruth is in this time. Who is our Ruth that holds our tomorrow, our better tomorrow? Ruth was a source of hope for Naomi. She was an invisible na- miracle that Naomi refused to recognize. But I thank God that she God has aligned us to this word so we can see that no matter the job that I've lost, no matter the pay cut that I have to endure. Somewhere in the middle of all of this Lord I know you've got my hand because I'm your child And you said you'll never leave me nor forsake me And you said in your word Romans 8 28 It says all things work together for good For those who love the Lord And those who are called according to his will and purpose And I'm telling you today All things means good or bad That pay cut, that job loss That may be hard, that may be bad But there's always a purpose for everything That is in the will of God Thank you, family, for this moment. Thank you for taking your time to listen to me. I thank Lord for giving me this word. I thank the Lord for bringing me to this moment. It is not by my power, it is not by my will, and it's certainly not by my knowledge. So I thank you, everyone. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for this moment. Thank you for your word, O Lord. Thank you for the encouragement, the belief, and the trust in us that with this word, we will be able to live our better tomorrow. That through our trials and tribulations, Father, we will look for the glimpse of light. We will open our spiritual senses, O Father God, to see your hand in each and everything that we go through. We will, Father God, be able to be strengthened by knowing that you alone, O God, you carry, you orchestrate every divine um thing that we go through every divine trial that you put us in which is a realignment for every purpose that we are designed to fulfill in this earth we thank you mighty God that you are a God of promises that you are faithful you cannot deny your faithfulness even in our moment of doubt in our moment of despair in our moment of bitterness we trust you enough Lord to bring to our enlightenment that your glory will always superside our sorrow. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Have a blessed day, family. Enjoy your week. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. What an amazing word from the Lord. This was truly reviving and we are truly restored and we are ready to walk in the will of the Lord. Thank you for such an amazing word. Family, do follow us on our Facebook page. We are Full Gospel Church Matsulu A. On our YouTube channel, we are FGC Matsulu A. Do subscribe, enjoy, stay blessed. The Lord loves you. In Jesus' name we thank God. Amen.